All power and glory go to God. All greatness is from God. When a hero stumbles, well, the cowards rejoice. Nothing feels better to a coward than to watch a brave guy fall. Got a story that's behind his tricks And every GM got a story that's behind his picks And when you listen, pay attention to the details You can hear the ocean when you listen to the seashells A newborn taught me wisdom that college couldn't And college taught me how to talk more because I wouldn't Words are sharper, they can reshape your disposition Give out love and don't worry about your acquisitions too worried about the conflict that you pension, but your team is too much for you to carry in your own division. Palms is itching, about to run into some money next. Lord made me slow it down, cause I was surely missing steps. You will step into my goals. Man, New Ginobili, can't nobody hold me. I need change like a gentrified neighborhood, but money ain't the only thing that can keep me straight for good. Bread alone is only good for the physical. Better make sure your soul's attached to your backbone. Verses for your vertebrae, chapters for your shoulder blades, books for my mental state, and letters on my dinner plate. You consume by what you consume, and the fumes from social media can mess up your cool. Clickbait on the internet can ruin your food. But depression ain't hashtag mood. I wanna see the moon when I stare up at the constellations to connect the dots. Vision's very clear, make moves, connect the plots. And return all the earnings to my family. Prayers for my health and for my sanity. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Sad Linus, co-host of The Morning Show. Let's argue with Prince Carlton right here on KRSM 98.9. If you would like to follow us, you can go to Instagram at The Morning Show. Let's argue. Um, Once again, my name is Sad Linus. Uh, I'm also on Instagram uh, at Sad Linus, C-E-D dot L-I-N-U-S. Also on fan base at Sad Linus, C-E-D L-I-N-U-S. And uh, my brother... He's um, also on uh, social media at underscore Prince Carlton underscore. Yeah, so we got we have a, a, a very 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 interesting and wonderful conversation with an artist by the name of Zuby. He's from uh, the UK. Uh, he's a rapper, author, podcaster, uh, coach. <clears throat> He, he does a lot. He does a lot. He wears many hats, as, as we say. And uh, we're going to talk to him about a lot of things. Uh, you know, it's time for us to start connecting with a lot of our um, our brothers and sisters from other countries as well. You know what I'm saying? So this is uh, one way that we're, we're connecting, you know, with the UK. Uh, we went to London maybe about seven, eight years ago. and We really had a great time. And it was really surprising because I didn't even know that 
the UK had a, a, a good amount of uh, black people over there, and, and I, I didn't know that before. But you, London is is a huge melting pot of uh, of, of people. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like an international New York or whatever. So uh, yeah, so we're gonna talk to him. We're gonna talk to him about some of his thoughts on uh, just um, you know the world conservatism. Um, his thoughts on uh, um, you know COVID nineteen. Just some some updates on. A lot of things is going on in the world. He he also has an album coming out, um, which is out to some people. He did a Kickstarter, but it's called uh, Word of Zuby, and it should be out uh, this summer, I think, for everybody else. But we're gonna talk to him about that, and then we're gonna um, uh, you know play some music. We'll, we'll all, um, all, always have a drive time mix from uh, Airman Heat, so we're gonna get into that. But first, I want to just. Um, um, talk about something that uh, you know I've been thinking about for the um, uh, past few days or, or, or last week, I guess. Uh, one of the good brothers that uh, me and uh, Prince Carlton went to college with was uh, gunned down in Milwaukee um, last week. <clears throat> yeah, and um, you know a really good brother His name was Monty, and uh, he was a couple years younger than us uh, as far as school wise, a couple years younger than us. <clears throat> but he was a, a really good guy, really good person. You know, a really good father. You know, a, a, a lot of my friends uh, that, I, that I'm still friends with today uh, knew him, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of us are kind of uh, devastated by the news because he was a really good person and he didn't deserve. You know, what I'm saying what he got. Just some old. Uh, I don't want to speak too much to the specifics, but he he he, he never deserved what what happened to him. And it's just it's just sad that a lot of times in this world that we can't even be successful because you know one of our own people, you know what I'm saying, are just try to take it away from us, and, and, and it's, it's, it's man, it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, man. And uh, <clears throat> I look at what's going on right here in Minneapolis, man. It's like we we can't be out here shooting and killing each other, man. And I know, I know when, when people say they're you know, shooting and killing each other, it just sounds so cliche. But people are really dying, and kids are really dying, and it's not funny, and it's not cool. You know what I'm saying? And it, it is, it's, it's terrible. How, how are we going to come out here and ask for respect from anybody else if we're not respecting ourselves? We got to respect ourselves first. And we don't respect ourselves by taking from each other. We respect ourselves when we come together and build. We can't be out here destroying each other. You know what I'm saying? We got to walk around here with a lot more respect for one another. And it just, it's just, and I hate the fact that a lot of law-abiding citizens who don't even partake in any type of street business are now thinking to themselves whether or not they are just food waiting to waiting for the wolves to just eat, you know. And it's, and it's like it's like a lot of people are going to start finding ways to protect themselves as well. And it used to be a line. It used to be, you know, if you're doing something crazy, you do it over there. The people who law abiding, going to school, going to church, going to work. They operate over here. But now it seems like there is no rules. 
So I just want to tell everybody, and this this is this is for every city. Y'all gotta cut that out, man. Y'all gotta cut that out. We can't be out here trying to make advances in the world for black folks, but then right at home and right in our neighborhoods, we out here killing each other. It makes no sense. But rest in peace to our homie Monty. And what we gonna do, man? We just gonna go ahead and get into this interview uh, uh, with Zuby. Y'all make sure y'all y'all check it. Y'all listen to the interview. We had some great back and forth, great conversations that need to happen. And um, yeah, KRSM ninety eight point nine. All right. So um, so uh, one of the first things we like to do when we have uh, guests is just have them uh, tell the audience about themselves uh, in their own words. Okay, sure. You want me to start with that? Yeah. Awesome. No doubt. Well, I am Zuby. I'm an independent rapper, author, podcast host, and entrepreneur from the UK. I was born in England, raised in Saudi Arabia, went to an international slash American school over there for many years. And my family background is originally from Nigeria. I've, um, I've done a lot of stuff. I've put out nine music projects well the ninth one is on the way i have released a book called strong advice zuby's guide to fitness for everybody which is now sold 5000 copies in 60 different countries totally independently i run my own podcast called real talk with zuby which goes out every week and i've built up a very significant following well over half a million people on my social media platforms done it all organically i've now been Full-time self-employed for 10 years, but I've been making music for about 15. So people know me for a lot of different things, but I guess that's an overview of who I am. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, uh, okay, so how did you get started with, with hip-hop music, and who was your some of your biggest influences in, uh, in hip-hop? Sure. So I really got into hip-hop in my sort of pre-teens, and then very much so in my mid-teenage years. So I went to boarding school. So like I said, I grew up in Saudi Arabia, but I went out to the UK when I was 11 years old. And when I was out there, I really, really fell in love with hip hop. I was listening to lots of different artists, Nas, Jay-Z, Eminem, uh, Tupac, Biggie, Ice Cube, a whole ton of stuff, LL Cool J, a lot of stuff. And then um, if I were to say my biggest influences for myself as an artist now now that i'm into music i would probably say tech nine jay-z okay and kanye west would probably be the top three i'm influenced by a lot of different artists but i would say those are the top three both for their rapping and the musical side but also for what they've done in terms of entrepreneurship and their overall mindset those are people who i just find very very inspiring Wow! Yeah, yeah, because uh, our favorite, our favorite rapper is is Nas and Tupac. Like we we love like that's that's what we grew up on. Like mm. and, and we and and I like what Kanye West is doing right now. And, and see, that's that's the thing about like when we listen to your music, man. Is like I get the 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 feeling. Cause I was listening to Devil May Devil May Cry. Mm. Devil's man, I I I love that song. Yeah, I love too. that song. Yeah, right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, okay. So, so, um, the next question is, okay. So the first time, the first time I really like came across you, right. Is because, because basically we do almost the same thing that you do on Twitter. So, so I, so we, we kind of put out the same type of messages and stuff like a conservative type of message. So I was on Twitter one day and then I saw, I said, 
a rapper uh, identifies as female and breaks the. <laughs> <laughs> yo, hey, yo, hey, I was like, I love this. I love this. Oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever, yo. So I'm a. So I, I, I saw that. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the best because, like, like on social media, I get into the same arguments and everything and discussions on social media about the exact same thing. What was your? I see. I know what you were trying to prove with that, but but I'll let you explain in your own words what you was trying to get to with that. Yeah, sure. So for people listening, I am actually the uh, I broke the British women's deadlift and bench press records back in early 2019, and it became this huge viral sensation, which just went national right. and international. I mean, dozens of millions of views and impressions on that. So, right. uh, you know, for the past several years, I mean, it's amazing that we're, this whole thing is even a conversation and a debate. It just shows how crazy the Western world has become. But right. from around 2016, 2017, I was starting to notice this trend of biological males identifying as women and competing in women's sports. I saw it happen in MMA, in track, in weightlifting, in uh you know, soccer, all, all the all these different sports. It was something I, I saw creeping up, and I was like, okay, this is dumb, right? This doesn't this doesn't right. make sense, <laughs> and right, like, well, what's yeah. what's kind of going on here? And what's really funny is back in 2017, I remember having a conversation even with some friends and family, and I was saying like, this is going to end up at a point where you're just getting dudes saying they're women and competing in women's sports and just you know blowing right. them all out the water, and people exactly. thought I was. People thought I was being alarmist or that, you know, oh, come on, Zuby, that's not going to happen, like whatever. And I'm like, uh, I think it will. You know, I, I tend to have a lot of my, my predictions tend to be quite accurate. And then I kept seeing it happen. And then the day that I posted that I'd seen like two or three stories in the same day of that happening, both in the States, actually. I think it was in high school sports. There were two, right, yep. two, two boys identifying as women and, you know, thrashing the girls in track basically yeah and just out of curiosity i was like man I'm, I'm good at deadlifting i wonder what the british women's deadlift record is and i googled it i searched in my weight class i saw okay it's 215 kilos uh i can lift 275 so i can lift over 100 pounds more than the record so i just on my right. phone i had that video of me doing 230 kilos that was just already on my phone so i just i just put it out there like i put out oh, a lot wow. of other tweets right <laughs> and i just said hey i keep hearing about how biological men have no strength advantage over women in 2019 so watch me destroy the british women's deadlift record without trying p.s i identified as a woman while lifting the weight don't be a bigot so i just tweeted <laughs> right that out yeah there. yeah yeah i just i just put that out there just thinking okay this is going to get a, a few laughs and you know i think it's funny so other people find and this thing just blew up, man. Within 10 minutes, it had 10,000 views. Within an hour, wow. it had like 50, 60,000 views. It just kept going. I woke up in the morning the next day, half a million views. And then I started getting contacted by the media. This thing's just spreading by wild, like wildfire. Um, it's getting retweeted all over the world. People in the sports world are talking about it. People in the music world. People in the um, you know, political world—it's just gone viral in all these different areas, and I'm suddenly at the center. <laughs> I'm suddenly at the center of this thing, kind of like whoa, like what? I, I did not expect right. this to go so far. And then you know, I start getting media interviews. You know, the BBC want to talk to me, Sky News, Fox News, all these different people. A couple weeks later, Joe wow. Rogan discovers it, and Joe Rogan talks about it on his podcast, and like, yo, who's who's this Zuby guy? Like, this is crazy. Right, right. A couple months right. later, I end up on his show, and so it just really. It just really snowballed 
because that introduced a lot of people to who I am. But then a lot of people stuck around because they realized, oh, okay, this guy, he makes music. He's got a podcast. He's got some interesting thoughts, et cetera. So they sort of came because of that. Like I think you were saying, you know, that's how you discovered me. But then right. people realized, okay, there's there's more to this guy than just this one right. funny tweet. So two years on from the fact, my audience continues to grow and my message continues to go out get to get out there. Right, Man, and, and, that, that, and that, that's one thing that I, I, I preach to people a lot too is that is that a lot of times we don't know what's going to attract everybody to us, but when people get there, if you've already behaved, you know what I'm saying, professional, and you've already built, you know what I'm saying, built everything, then when they come there, they're going to stay. You know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. the video was a way, was the vehicle for everybody, to, for a lot of people to get to you. But now that they're there, you got their ear forever now because you've already built something for yourself. When they, you know what I'm saying, before they even came. But you 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 have a a new album on the way, uh, Word of Zuby, um, uh, and and you um you did that through a Kickstarter. You had a Kickstarter campaign for that. So just tell us what was your inspiration for the album, and also the inspiration for uh, the Kickstarter. Yeah, sure thing. So for me, every album is a is a snapshot of where my life, my career is, where the world is, and where my head's at. So. My previous album, Perseverance, came out at the beginning of 2019. So it came out about a month before that deadlift video. Um, And at that time, the world was in a very different place and my career was in a really different place. And over the past two years, I've had so many opportunities. Stuff has grown so much. My audience has increased by, I don't know, you know, 15-fold, 20-fold. The number of people who know me has gone up so significantly. I'm much better known in the U.S. now and even globally, et cetera. Uh, still all independent. And the world itself has just shifted, right? You know, nobody knew what COVID was back then, right, uh, to, give, right. to give a little yes. example, right? <laughs> you know, exactly. so in, in this relatively short space of time, so much stuff has happened politically, socially, culturally, the world's just shifted and my career and my own progress has shifted. So my inspiration for the album is really reflecting on those past couple of years and just giving my own take on where my life is, and where the world is and my thoughts on various things, kind of like I do on Twitter, but going back to the music and putting that into the music. Um, I collaborated with a lot of different artists on this album, got several artists from the States on there, got several artists from the UK, producers from all over the world. And for a lot of people, this is really going to be my first album that they hear, actually, because I've put out so much music, but that was prior to this catalyst of way more people discovering me. So I wanted to make sure that I come with an album where it's like, okay, this is, if this is your first time hearing my music, let me, you know, let, let me put out the best content that I can, both in in terms of the music, the rapping, the lyrics, the content, everything. So I'm really, really proud of this album and uh, I'm excited. The feedback on it from the people who did the Kickstarter, uh, because they've got it already has been incredibly positive. So I'm really excited to have more people hear it. In terms of the Kickstarter, um, a couple things inspired that. So I've done two Kickstarter campaigns in the past. I did one in 2014, which raised about 9,000 pounds. And I did one in 2018 for uh, my Perseverance album, which raised about 15,000 pounds. This one did about 70, over 75,000, which is over, over about $105,000 in just 30 days, wow. which is a great testament to show how much the audience and support mm-hmm. base has grown. And also with this album, I'm going to be putting it out on vinyl. So I wanted to uh, also sort of check check the demand as well. And I, I'm going to be putting out lots of music videos, 
because being an independent artist, of course, you don't get access to, uh, you know, budgets and advances and all that kind of stuff. So right. you always exactly. have to, you know, everything I put in, every music video I shoot, every CD I press, every piece of merchandise, everything, it's all, it all comes out of my own pocket. So I right. wanted to yep. offer the opportunity, hey, um, cool, I've got all these fans, I've got hundreds of thousands of people who are following me. You know, hey guys, I'm looking to put together a new album. This is what it is. I've put out a couple tracks already. Here's what I'm trying to do. If you'd like to support it and help up things to that next level, um, then, you know, please back the Kickstarter. And that's how we did it. And it ended up being incredibly successful. And I'm very grateful for that. Right. Okay. So uh, in the single Devil May Cry, it's, it's clear to see how like important God is to you. Mm. Um, so, so how does your religion affect like your daily outlook on life as far as like, like, political things and everything how, how does uh your religion affects that that's a good question man well i'm very much someone who feels like i'm on this earth for a purpose you know i think one of the one of the issues we're having in society is i think a lot of people are lacking meaning and lacking purpose and i think that's actually one of the roots for a lot of the societal ills that we've been seeing over the past decade or two you know people are looking right. for something to grasp onto or something to believe you know people are going to believe in something right so people yep. are looking for some kind of purpose meaning belief etc so for me um being a christian and having that sort of throughout my life i guess in a way it acts as an anchor um uh, you know it's kind of a, a, a solid belief system and also feeling like I have a purpose. I mean, the translation of my full name, uh, so Zubi is actually short for Unzube, which is short for Unzube Chuku, which actually means God's decision in the Igbo language from Nigeria. So right. I, t I take that very seriously. So every, everything yes. I do, it's like, okay, I've got a mission. I've got a purpose. I've been put here for a reason. I'm trying to inspire people, impact people, motivate people through my own creativity and my own knowledge and my own experiences. So for me, that's all That's all tied that's all tied together. And I think it also makes me, uh, a lot of people comment every single day. I've got people always telling me that I'm, you know, I'm brave or I'm courageous or they, you know, I'm right. inspired by the way that I'm, I'm not afraid to speak out and I'm not afraid of cancel culture and I'm not afraid of all this stuff. And I tell Amazing. people, man, I tell people, I fear God, you know, I'd rather yes. be canceled. By, right. I'd rather be canceled by yep. man than be canceled by God. So yep. I, 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 that's not just something I say, like I, I believe it. It's like, well, if I'm speaking the truth or I'm just being honest or I'm just, you know, putting out there what I think needs to be put out there, or I'm pushing back against something, which I think is actually very, very harmful for society or harmful towards children, et cetera. I'm like, look, I don't, I don't care if some, you know, weirdo on Twitter attacks me for it or is whatever. Exactly. Like, no, like, well, I'm standing for what I believe is right. If, if you disagree with me, cool. We can have a conversation. But right. if I see something going like, Ooh, okay, this is really not good. Then, if you study history, you'll see that a lot of bad stuff happens when people don't speak up. Right? Exactly. People, people yep. see something bad happening, but they don't want to be the one who says something. So in my case, I'm just like, you know what? Like, I'll I'll, I'll say it. Um, right. That deadlift thing. Right. You know, the number of people, <laughs> man, like because everyone, everyone was thinking it. Right. Every, any Definitely. sane person knows like. This is stupid, right? Like this, yep, <laughs> this is crazy. Yep, but exactly, but they, yeah. But they don't want to be labeled a transphobe, or they don't want to be attacked, yep. or called a bigot, or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, um, <laughs> well, I'm gonna just show you, show people why this whole thing is crazy. And 
even when I was right. having mainstream media interviews, man, the number of people who off air, especially women, who were like, thank you. Thank oh you. my Some, gosh, right? yes. Some, yes. Someone yes. said it. Like someone actually just had the balls to come out and just say like, look, this is a silly exactly. idea. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I... Cause, I appreciate you doing that, man. I pre- and, and I appreciate all artists or anybody that's like that has a following or is people listen to that's in the spotlight, like showing the type of courage that you show. Because mm. we, me, 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 and my brother, we we do it. We do the same thing on uh, on like pretty much Facebook or whatever, and we try to say the same things. And we got people coming at all angles, you know, just, just like all the time, man. This, and this you got, show you as well. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This show as well, you know. So, so it is. It's it's amazing that you still got uh, that courage, and you got got uh, you got God behind you, man. That that's is a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, do do, so, uh, do you think um, do you think rapping about religion is like a harder route of for an artist to be successful when when it, I would say when it comes to hip hop? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think. Kanye West back on his first album summed it up very, very well, didn't he? <laughs> you know, yeah. um, you know, I mean, gun, gun sex lies videotape. But if I talk about God, my record won't get played. <laughs> was, I yeah. mean, yep. he said that over to, was that over 20 years ago now? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's true. And it's it's sad. I wouldn't even just say God, but, you know, anything that is positive and wholesome. And I think that's right. something that is it's a big shame. I mean hip hop is a weird one because obviously I'm I'm a professional rapper and I myself I, I sort of have this love hate relationship with some aspects of hip hop and rap music um, right. from a musical perspective you know I really love it and I appreciate certain things for just being entertainment but at the same time we know that hip hop is probably the most influential form of music not just in the states but in the world I think you know a lot of people in the US don't actually know how global hip-hop is. I mean, you can go to any country, any city in the entire world, and hip-hop is popular, and they'll have their own local version of it in their own local language, etc. And people don't really see how far that spreads. And so, and and the messages that people put out there are, you know, they do do impact stuff. You know, I I know for a fact that people are positively influenced by my music. I know that for a fact. So there's no question... If people can be positively influenced by music, then of course they can also be negatively influenced. Negatively, yeah. Right? right? You know, am, am I in the camp of, oh, you know, <clears throat> hip hop is the root cause of societal problems and issues? No, absolutely not. Just like it's not video right. games or it's not whatever. But at the same time, you can recognize, you know, you can listen to a certain song and be like, mm, is this a good message for what I want a 12 year old, you know, <laughs> listening to this, if I had a son or a daughter, is this, is this the right. message I want them to take away? Are these the values I would want instilled in them? No. Right. So it's, um, it, it's a tricky one. And I think it's one of those conversations that again, people like a lot of things, it's, it's people don't really want to have those conversations because it's a little bit, uncomfortable people want to shut it down people want to say this or you know that or you're attacking the culture or whatever and it's like well no i mean uh, firstly i'm not convinced that the culture of you know let's say say black people or black americans right you know black american culture is not about gang banging and selling drugs and right 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 it's it's like exactly exactly. are people telling me that's what the culture is exactly 
exactly I don't, I don't think it is you know um yep so and and it and it's a tricky one because there's also this weird standard right where certain things get normalized and again this is a point a lot of people don't talk about but i mean if you think if there were a you know in hip-hop how many songs are there literally about killing harming robbing etc other black people yep <laughs> right yeah you know, this yep. n-word you know i'm gonna shoot that n-word stab that n-word kill that n-word right imagine if yep. there were a, a white rapper or an asian rapper or a jewish rapper like specifically talking about you know killing white people or killing you'd be like yeah this this guy's like what's wrong with this guy like right right, right. What's up exactly. with it, right? Yep. but but it's be, it's become so normalized for everybody both within um i guess what you could call the black community but even, even wider you know and so yep. that that speaks a lot to me that's kind of like mm, actually that's that's kind of dark right there like why why yep. is that normalized why do people not bat an eyelid at that yep. you know why do people yep. enjoy it so much? Uh, a big question for me isn't even so much like why is the music being made, but it's kind of like okay, well, why is it so? Why is it so popular? Why? Why if you you know you might mm-hmm. look in the, the top ten albums and it's like okay, eighty percent of them are kind of pushing that message, and then you might have someone who's putting out something that's more you know more more positive or more inspiring, more uplifting, and it's just not getting the same shine. Or at worst, even even worse, you know, people are saying, oh, that's that's corny. Or that's, yep. uh, you know, that's <clears throat> fake, that's not real, whatever. And it's kind of like, hmm, yep. okay, uh, that that's odd. Because to me, to me, what's important is, is, is balance. You know, it's not like life Definitely. is not all, you know, life is not all positive and happy. And, but it's also not all negative and, you know, dark and, and horrible. So to right. me, the, 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 the problem comes when there's that lack of balance where it's like, okay, that's all people, that's kind of all people are getting and consuming, but they're not getting... Um, the good side of things, you know, if you imagine with like with food, right, you know, like if you're just if you're just eating junk food and fast food, that's all you're eating, then that's not very that's not good for your health. Right. That's not a consumption pattern. So it's not saying like, oh, okay, you know, like there shouldn't be any junk food or any fast food or people shouldn't be allowed to, to eat it. But that shouldn't be the basis of the diet, right? There should, right, be, right. should be, it should be balanced out there. And so, yeah, people should also be having their fruits and their vegetables mm-hmm. and their, you know, right. their, their lean proteins and whatever, not yep. just, not just the microwave stuff. Right. And it, that's, that, that's so crazy because I, I listened to your, uh, your interview with Ben Shapiro and, oh yeah. And, and, and yeah, yeah. And, and you talked about, you talked about how like the victim mentality, that is, that's kind of like when, when we're like black, most of the time, it's like as black kids, we get told like, yo, oh, this person's racist or these people are out to get you or these people are, you know, and, and you just ha- and you grow up having an outlook and it, it's just like a bleak outlook. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and then you said that 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 you was happy that you kind of wasn't taught that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So your outlook is a little different. Like you you can see the, you know, the ceiling, you know, and and, and that's. That that's amazing, and, and that's that's what I, I try to say. Also, it's like you have to teach. We have to do something different. Mm-hmm. We have to teach black kids that they can they can win. You know, yes. they can yeah, despite anything. You can win if you have God with you. You mm-hmm. can win. You know, and that's the only thing. No, no man can can be over God. You you understand? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. So so I, I feel like we need to start teaching uh, like our kids that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I agree totally. I mean, to me, m- mindset is the most important thing. 
mindset yes. will really determine your reality, your outcome, etc. Because you know, we all we all live in the same world, you know, we're in different locations, we're in different bodies, but we're we're all in the same world and you can frame reality in a lot of different ways. You know, if you want to focus on the negative, there's plenty of negative to to focus on, right? Not, you know, especially if you're going to go back in history and you're going right. to, you know, look all around. It's like there's no shortage of human cruelty and malice and evil and right. bad bad stuff is happening all the time. So I can understand how someone can have a perspective like, man, you know, the world sucks and life sucks and there's all these yep. problems and there's all these, uh, you know, there's this and there's that and this thing happened in history and this and that. And you can you can spend your whole <clears throat> life every day. And some people do this. I mean, you can actually see it visually on social media, right? There are some people Right. Everything, every single day, it's, you know, negative, negative, fear, anxiety, concern, fear, fear, fear. You know, um, I don't like this, you know, this ism, that phobia, this constantly. And that then becomes their reality. They start to see things even where it doesn't exist. Right. They start to see exactly racism where it's not it's not even existing, but they see they're seeing it. They're seeing sexism where it's, it's not even existing. So they're going beyond reality and they're just they've just framed the whole world. Everyone's out to get me. I can't right. make it. Everything's unfair, whatever. And then that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. But then on mm. the flip side, you can also see, wow, like we are blessed. Like we're, we're, we're so fortunate. Right? We're, we're here in 2021, not, not, not 1821. Right. Right. But, but yep. 2021, we have access to, I mean, look at what we're doing right <clears throat> now. We're thousands of miles away from each other. We're talking about in real time. Right. Yep. We can see each other. We can broadcast this out to the world. We all have a roof over yep. our head. We flick the switch. Electricity comes on. We can, uh, you know, turn the tap and water comes on. We can just go to the- our ancestors didn't have. They didn't have all this. Yeah. Right? They might just be <laughs> exactly. you know, struggling, 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 just trying to survive. Right. And so, yeah, we can recognize that, okay, um, not everything is perfect and that there are issues in history and there are various things that still exist in which we want to move, you know, try to try to fix and whatever. But you don't want to get locked into that negative mind pattern. I very much promote like to people to try to, you know, stay in that positive zone and instill that within yourself. And then also, you know, it, it passes on to other people, whether your friends, your family, if you've got kids, whatever it is, you can instill that in them. And if people know that they can win, because I mean, what's the point of playing a game that you don't think you can win? Right. And, right. and that, that's right. And that's the Absolutely. danger of the victim mentality. If you convince somebody, you know what? The game is rigged. Like you can't win. The whole thing is set up against you. People are out there to get you. Like no matter what you do, you know, you 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 can't do it. Like if if someone instills that in you and you really believe it, it's like, well, like what's the what's the point of what's the point of trying? You know? But if yep. you actually believe, yep. oh, you know what? If you have the right mindset and you work hard and you make good decisions and you take advantage of, you know, what you've been given, you can win. It doesn't matter what race you are, what ethnicity yep. you are, what gender you are, what sexuality you are, whatever. You And you can even see millions and millions of examples of people who have done it, right? There's no shortage of people exactly. who have come from all kinds of backgrounds and they've made it, you know, and, they, and they're, they're doing well and they, they started here and now they're way up there. There's no shortage of those examples, you know, there's people who came to the USA who came to the US, the UK with nothing, you know, immigrants came, came, came with nothing 15 years later, 20 years later, successful, you know, owning, yep. owning a home, owning a business. They're just killing it. Whatever. There's people who grew up in poverty and they're boom, they've, they've done this, they've done that. So 
Hello, listeners. This is Seth Linus from the Let's Argue with Prince Carlton Morning Show. I just want to thank you for listening and supporting our podcast. If you want to support more, you can head over to anchor.fm backslash let's argue now backslash support. And you can give us a monthly contribution of 99 cent, $4.99, or $9.99. Your support will go towards more consistent content and informative interviews in the future. Thank you. This is KRSM 98.9. You're listening to the morning show Let's Argue with Prince Carlton and Sarah Linus. And right now we are right in the middle of our interview with Zuby. He's an artist from the UK. Yeah, I think I think um, that that's why I very much promote what I call you know the victor mentality rather than mm. the victim mentality. Because sure, there's there's a kernel of truth to both. It's not saying that you know this is not me saying oh because a lot of people mis- misconstrue my message. I get people who are like oh like don't you know about. Uh, you know, slavery or you know, discrimination. I'm like, oh, no doubt. Yeah. Like, yes, yes. I'm, I'm, a, I'm aware of. I'm <laughs> right. aware of that. But I'm like, I'm like, but how does if if you, if you're going back, you know, to okay, you're talking about something that happened. I don't know, 150 years, and you're you're focused on that. I'm like, well, number one, that didn't happen to you, right? Like that wasn't right. you personally. You're, yep. You know, I'm like, okay, you know, are you enslaved right. right now? You know, if you are, then right. Let me know, and okay, we can try to fix that. But if you're if if you're not, then it's like okay, well, what is stopping you right now? Like, what are you trying to achieve? And you know, what stopped? Like, no, and people aren't. Nope. Most people are just. The truth is, most most people are indifferent to you. They're not trying to. They're not trying to stop you. Like they don't. They don't know you exist. There isn't like this whole thing that's designed to just put the down on you and crush you. Like at the best. You know, at worst, most people will be indifferent. But at best, if you if you start working and you start grinding, and people see that you're positive and you're trying to do things, people will support you, right? They, they right, won't, they won't exactly. even not just be against you. Like they'll they'll want to support you. They'll be like, hey, how can right? How can I, how can I help? Oh, you're putting something out there. Cool. Like let me let me check this out. Oh, let me check out your music. Let right. me check out your book. Let me follow you on social media. People like yep. to connect with people, and you know, we we can all lift each other up. Right, and see, and, and I, I think, and there's something to what you said is like most people want to act like that. Both things are like are like exclusive. Like we can we can recognize that there is racism uh, yes. in in America, and, and that's the truth. But we also mm-hmm. can say, hey, if I work hard, you know, keep God first and, and persevere, I can mm-hmm. become whatever. You no, know I'm saying whatever I want to become. But but I mm-hmm. think it's harmful. I think it's harmful to X out any of those factors because I also think that if you're a young black man in America and you're not taught about ra- uh, uh, racism in the history of this country as far as uh, as it deals with race according to black people, then I think you do the young man some harm as well because the young man is gonna is he is gonna run into situations where he is confronted with it. And and and, mm-hmm. and even even growing up, when I've seen my friends who have never been taught this by their family, and they run into a situation where it's a racist situation, they are so surprised at it. But but like me and my brother, we, we were taught these things in our in the home, but we were never taught to be victims of it. We were always mm-hmm. taught to just if it's an obstacle, jump over it, go around it, run it over, do whatever. So when right. we so when we ran into it. We had a whole different mind state of not just accepting it, but just finding ways to get over it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I, I, I think both of those ideas are uh, 
uh, both need to be taught because I think I I, I just think it would be, for instance, in America, I think I think you would do a child, a black child disservice if you don't teach them the history of uh, police brutality when it comes to black people. You know what I'm saying? Because 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 right, yeah. because when they when they deal with the police, you can't deal with it like your like your white friend. You know what I'm saying? Does because you have a it's just a higher risk for you. You know what I'm saying? So I right. I, I just and think, I, I, yeah no I I agree man. I'm a big fan of what I I call myself a, an optimistic realist. Right. 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 So so I recognize reality. You know if something is facts, it's data, it's history. Absolutely recognize it. Like yep. okay, this is just something that exists but then be optimistic about it right don't fall into the okay well this thing exists and so therefore it's this absolute barrier and impediment to what i'm trying to do and it also a sense also a sense sense of scale right you know one can recognize okay um you know you were talking about the the police situation okay so yeah I think also people do someone a disservice when they paint this narrative. Like, obviously, you know, I'm not a black American, but I know for a fact that the police are not just driving around America, like shooting, uh, taking pot shots at random black people. Or, you know, I heard someone say that, you know, I I heard someone, I had someone on my podcast say that they were, they were doing a a pogrom against black people. I'm like, bro, come on, man. Like the police are not just driving around, like, you know, just that's not, that's not a thing. So let's keep it in, let's keep it in scale. You know, like, right. like, let's let's keep it in scale. Don't I'm not going to go to the extreme of saying, oh, there's there's nothing, you know, like there's absolutely right. police brutality. Police brutality does not exist. Racism right. does not. Right. Exist. Like, come on, man. Like you can see it on video in certain cases. But then exactly. I'm also not going to go to the you know all cops are bad narrative. Right. Oh, every exactly. every police officer is corrupt and they're all out to get you and they're all racist and they're, you know, they're part of a white supremacist system, which we need to. Right. That's also very, very dangerous. And when it gets to that, you end up with these crazy ideas like defund or abolish the police, where now police mm, step away right. from certain cities and neighborhood. And what happens? Oh, the criminals are like, oh, OK, the police are gone and now we can harm even more people again, which are often minorities, black people so on yep. and so forth so it's 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 the it's the balance of you know getting the reality but then also choosing and i think this is where the choice comes in choosing to look on the more positive and optimistic side of things cuz the truth is man i mean like there are s- how many millions of successful black americans are there you know like, like right, you, right. you know and it, it's like the the this notion that um being black equals being poor or being victimized or being oppressed. Oh my gosh. Like, right. It, it's, it's a terrible, not, not only is it not true, but it's also just, you know, I, I think it's quite demeaning actually. Like it's, it's, very, it's right. very demeaning because to me, and I'm saying this, I'll tell you guys something like as someone who's not, um, as someone who's not, who's black, but who is not a black American to right. me, the story of black Americans, like in the history of it, as dark as very many aspects of it are to me, the way, and this is me, this is my optimistic realism. I view it as a story of triumph. Definitely. Right. A story of triumph, even just the last hundred years from 1921 to 2021 in just a hundred years, a hundred years is just one lifetime, but the amount of progress that has been made by individuals in society, I'm like, yo, can we take a moment to, 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 to recognize that and and, and clap for that? This is not right. me saying everything now is perfect, 
But yep. I mean, things have come so, so far and people, it's like, people don't even want to hear that. I mean, I've even heard people say like, oh, it's, you know, it's the same. They just, you know, it's just better hidden now. And I'm like, come on, man. It's, it's <laughs> right. not like that. You know, the average white American is not, you know, some racist white supremacist who's out to get you. The police right, aren't, right. you know, just out to get you, whatever it is. Sure. Are there still individuals? There's individuals in society who are, you know, a holes like that. Right. They, they they exist in every color. <laughs> they, right, they, right, they exist right. In everything. You know? well, I, exactly. I, I mean, I, I think that, I think there's a different. I think there's a difference between like the individuals and the systems because because mm. I, I, I look at the individuals as like I don't care what an individual. If if my neighbor hates me because I'm black, who cares? It's just a, it's an individual. You know what I'm saying? But I, I I do I do believe that there is a white supremacy system. And okay, I, interesting. I, yeah, yeah. I do. When you when you when you say that, what do you mean by it? Okay, so as far as like the government in America, since the government has started, the government has not factored in black people as as really being human or even being on that level. So even even when we came from being three fifths of a of a human, even mm-hmm. when we were determined to be human, there have been many roadblocks. Uh, um. Um. Throughout history, that have tried to keep black people from being on the same playing field. Now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm not saying that um, there are many different ways you can you can you 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 can become you can still become a doctor, you can become a uh, um, you know what I'm saying NBA player just say NBA player or whatever you can make a lot of money you can still be successful, but mm-hmm. everybody don't have the, everybody wasn't given the same start. Everybody was. Everybody hasn't been given the same thing. It just and even when you talk about handouts, if black people talk about reparations, everybody call it a handout. But if you talk about the Homestead Act when they brought uh, uh, white people from Europe over here and gave them land west of the Mississippi for free, nobody calls that a handout for white people. You know what I'm saying? So it's so it's like it's like and, and then on on the topic of policing, I feel like that's also a system of of, of white supremacy because. <clears throat> Of how it started, it was started to catch slaves, and and, and and I'm not I'm not saying that all cops are bad, but if through years and years and years and years, you have cops killing uh, 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 black people, unarmed black people, and you don't have any other cops coming out and saying, "Yo, that was wrong," that what, what happened to that black man. Then you start to understand that it's a it's a lump, it's a gang, it's it's a it's a system. It, 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 because if I do something wrong, somebody else can look at it and say, "Hey, that was wrong." But if society can look at it as being wrong, but no cops come out and 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 and, and come out and say that that guy was wrong, but instead they defend their 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 comrade in, in silence or being vocal. That's a system, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it is not just in policing. You know, you can find it in school systems. You can find it in uh, and uh, ju- the uh, judicial system. So, it's nothing stopping us from being successful. But a lot of times, when we deal with certain aspects of 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 life and government, when it's policing, school system, judicial system, we just get treated in a different way. And so a lot of times, it's better to not even have to deal with those systems because if you do, is a lot of times you're going to get treated totally different. Mm. I have a I have a couple a couple questions around that. I mean, okay. Firstly, 
I mean, I would I would push back on the. So if you said that there are white were white supremacist systems in the USA in 1930 or 1940, 1950, like I mean, there was stuff enshrined in law that was literally racially discriminatory. So I'm not. No, no, no argument. Right. Right. You know, right. Segregation, seg- you know, from slavery, you know, Jim Crow, segregation laws, etc. Clearly, right. The, these are racially biased laws. It's encoded, not just in society, but literally in the law. You know, if you're white, you can do this. If you're black, you can't do this. Like, period. Right. Um, I would push back on the idea of that being the case in the modern day. I can recognize that his- history always affects the present. Right. And mm-hmm, so right. I could recognize that, but to, I think to say that the the system is white supremacy. I mean, a lot of what you said there, to me, that just sounds like corruption, right? right. That sounds like corruption in the in the police force. That's right. that, which 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 will affect. <clears throat> sure, it can affect black people, but can also affect white people. Latino that that right. can affect anybody. And we we all know again, being people rooted in facts, we know that the police have killed unarmed people of every race and ethnicity in dubious circumstances. Absolutely. It, it, it's yep. absolutely happened. Some of them have been caught on video. In fact, the worst police shooting I've ever seen in the UK was that Daniel Shaver one, uh, the white guy in the hotel room where they basically just executed. Oh, yeah. Like, like, right. right? Yep. Like, and people don't really talk about that. Right. You know, yep. and there was the Tony Temple one where the guy was choked out quite similar to George Floyd, actually. Um, but a white guy, you know, it didn't really make a lot of news. It was just a local story. So, uh, the, the the problem, I think, I, I, so I think there's an accuracy issue there, but I think also one reason why I don't like the, the, you know, when people say institutional or structural or systemic racism, for example, I think part of the problem with it is because it's one of those things that's, it's extraordinarily hard to define. And if something's extraordinarily, extraordinarily hard to define, it's also like, it seems like a solutionless problem. Right. If you're trying to address racism in general, right, you can address racism. There's ways to address racism. You know, if you like this, this individual or this policy or this law or this rule or whatever, if you can identify, okay, this this is racist, then there's a way to fix it. If someone just says that, you know, the system is racist. Well, it's like it's it's such a it's such a wide, foggy sort of catch all term that you can't ever fix it. It's like, okay, so 50 years from now. What would this system look like if it were not that? And which which system are we talking about? Like system's a weird word because it's like, you know, are we talking about a specific uh, company or institution or government sector or whatever right, it is? Right. Um, it, it's one of those ones. It's it's it doesn't really have a. It's like a never ending problem. Um, right. You know, hundred years from now, people could still be saying, you know, well, this the system is 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 rigged or it's this or it's that it's a it's a little i'll tell you what it's like to me it's like um you know when feminists talk about the patriarchy right, right and it's right. like yeah and and I, i'm kind of like well if you you're saying that you know the patriarchy this and i'm like well what do you what do you mean if you're if you can show me okay you know this individual or this rule or this law or whatever is sexist and it discriminates against women cool we can we can address that if you're just saying the patriarchy Maybe, you know, I grew up in Saudi Arabia. If you're saying that the patriarchy in Saudi Arabia, okay, like I get what you're saying because there's actual right. laws. There's laws on the books which say oh, men definitely. can do this, women can't do it. So, so it's clear. But if you're in the UK or the USA and you're talking to me about the patriarchy, I'm kind of like, well, what do you what do you, what do you mean? Like what? Right. You can't just say, oh, well, <clears throat> men run most companies and so therefore patriarchy. I'm like, well, that's not really 
it's not really accurate. You know, that would be like right. saying, uh, you know, uh, the, the UK, uh, sorry, it would be like saying the NBA and NFL are mainly black people. So, you know, they're, they're discriminating. <laughs> right. if, if, if someone, if someone right. were to say that, you'd be like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, you know, right. they're, not, they're not discriminating. They're just taking the best players, you know, and right, right, them exactly. to be black, you know? Right. Um, yep. So, yeah, I think it's one of those ones that I, d- I don't, I think it's, uh, I think there's an accuracy issue with it, but then I also just think it's, it's one of those things that you can't, you can't solve. And I think a lot of people, especially people who are more kind of on the, you know, the, the woke activist kind of things, like they don't really want to solve right. it. They just want to kind of throw those terms out and exactly. they kind of, they kind of know you can't really a- address right. it. Um, Cause even if you right. say, look like, okay, tell me which law, which rule, which policy they're like, Oh no, it's not about that. It's like just the system. Yep. I'm like, well, how can we, assuming we both want to solve whatever problem there may be, how can we, how can we, do that like what 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 are the next steps like what do we what do we what do we do um right you know what are the actual suggestions and if the suggestions are just oh we need to dismantle everything or smash everything i'm like well i don't think that's gonna help in fact i think that's counterproductive because if you like i said if you abolish the police or you or you defund the police in some of these inner cities or whatever we've seen um what happens and it doesn't take a genius to 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 work exactly so I, right. I, I get it. But I think I think we need to be like, if we want to solve things, I think it has to be precise and specific, just like it was, you know, back if you go back to you know civil rights era or whatever, it was like, OK, these are, these are the specific these are the specific things we want to change or these are the specific rights we want to attain. Right. These are the specific things. But I think nowadays it's it's too it's yeah, it's, it's too vague to do anything with. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, you, you can finish that. Cause I, all I wanted to say was I, I, I agree with you on, on that aspect. Is that the I think the vagueness of everything that's going on today is what's killing mm. progress. I think I, I think once once especially as Black people, once we start to become more specific and say, "Hey, mm. here's the problem right here. We have identified it. We need to change that problem, and here's the solution of how we're going to change that problem." Then we'll start to see, you know, what I'm saying a lot more progress. But but I agree with you. Just the vague terms or whatever mm. is what's is what's killing a lot of progress because it's hard to it's hard to identify the root problem when you just use vague terms. Lord knows that I'm blessed, and I make moves, Lord knows I confess. Lord knows that I'm blessed, and I make moves, Lord knows I confess. What a mess. Look, look. Lord knows that I'm blessed, and I make moves, Lord knows I confess. Devil hates me, so the devil breaks free, but he can't make moves with a hole in his chest. Man, what a mess. Gotta slay demons, souls are possessed. Gotta slay demons, souls never less. Like Dante Nero, roll with the best. This is no lie, this is no test, this is no try, this is no stress. Evil gon' die, give him no rest. Devil may cry, give him on death. Uh, Lord knows that I'm blessed, and I make moves, Lord knows I confess. Lord knows that I'm blessed, Lord knows that I'm blessed, Lord knows that I'm blessed. Listen. 
Lord knows that I'm blessed And I make moves, Lord knows I confess Devil can't hide, no, the devil can't rest Cause I'm working outside with a tool and a vest Where I stay evil goes in a dress And when I lay evil grows to oppress And when I pray demons troll to repress So I gotta slay demons, souls to progress Better made thoughts so I roll with the upper hand Consecrate shots cause my foe is no other man Black tea, black snap back like a rubber band Fiends get slayed with a blade Swinging on every illiberating Screaming out, get up off of me Satan Cause he can't get on top without hating But I'm gonna get the drop without waiting uh, Praying all night with the mind of a sinner Slaying all night with the mind of a killer Fast all day and I feast for the dinner And I blast always head east for the winter Like, what you wanna try fam? Take my soul, you must wanna die fam Carrying the sword cause I'm carrying a lord And I'm carrying a stick but I'm not a blind man Hell is not in my plan Down to make a trip if they come for my clan Walk through the valley of the shadow of death Slaying demons in the alley of the shallow of breath uh, Leave them dead on arrival Spill the blood on my rivals One hand on the rifle The other hand on the bible Lord knows that I'm blessed And I make moves, Lord knows I confess Devil hates me so the devil breaks free But he can't make moves with a hole in his chest Man, what a mess Gotta slay demons, souls are possessed Gotta slay demons, souls nevertheless Like Dante Nero, roll with the best This is no lie, this is no test This is no try, this is no stress Evil gon' die, give him no rest Devil may cry, give him more death uh, Lord knows that I'm blessed And I make moves, Lord knows I confess Lord knows that I'm blessed, Lord knows that I'm blessed Lord knows that I'm blessed Nobody iller, minimal hype, there's nobody realer Critical strike on so many pillars Hit demons on sight like a stone cold killer When it moves evil, turns to the press And when it brews evil, turns to the west And when it rules people, turns to the best And when I shoot evil, turns to a mess This is no SWAT, I'ma roll with another plan I'm no cop, bring the hawk like the son of Sam Never get caught, cause I walk with a son of man If it gets hot, then I go to the motherland Hero when it gets manic, get all these demons off of my screen We all know Hollywood is satanic But there's no wickedness on my team, uh Putting in work and I'm loving it too I already did Merc, make another hit too No, I don't work for the government, dude nah. You should know I got bars for the government, too uh -huh. They be lying, people spying, yeah. weapon buying, yeah. drug supplying, yeah. rockets flying, yeah. children dying, yeah. mothers crying, yeah. ill-denying yeah. Lies that are better hit TV, puts me to sleep like a sedative uh -huh. They so repetitive, are they gonna beat or defeat me negative? Uh -huh. No, Subi's too blessed, and I trust God, say it with my whole chest Never heard a man if he's bringing no threat, but Satan takes stand, you get let him no stress uh. yeah. Lord knows that I'm blessed And I make moves, Lord knows I confess Devil hates me so the devil breaks free But he can't make moves with a hole in his chest Man, what a mess Gotta slay demons, souls are possessed Gotta slay demons, souls nevertheless Like Dante Nero, roll with the best This is no lie, this is no test This is no try, this is no stress Evil gon' die, give him no rest Devil may cry, give him more death uh. Lord knows that I'm blessed And I make moves, Lord knows I confess Lord knows that I'm blessed, Lord knows that I'm blessed Lord knows that I'm blessed Lord knows that I'm blessed, and I make moves, Lord knows I confess Devil hates me so the devil breaks free, but he can't make moves with a hole in his chest Man, what a mess, gotta slay demons, souls are possessed Gotta slay demons, souls nevertheless, like Dante Nero, roll with the best This is no lie, this is no test, this is no try, this is no stress Evil gon' die, give him no rest, devil may cry, give him more death uh, Lord knows that I'm blessed, and I make moves, Lord knows I confess Lord knows that I'm blessed, Lord knows that I'm blessed, Lord knows that I'm blessed I'll tell you another I'll tell you another insight as well which is interesting is um <laughs> again coming from a you know a foreigner the right. obviously the, the USA and black people in the USA have a have a very specific and unique history right um right. so you know in the in the UK there wasn't you know there wasn't slavery like there was in the USA you know the, right. the British the British Empire practiced it but in the UK itself um, the majority of black people in the UK, you know, came over as immigrants over the past century or so. So the history here is really different. But a lot of people here, 
they still use the same language, right? They'll still talk about, you know, systemic racism or, you know, structural racism. Absolutely. Right. And in the, U- in the USA, you can refer back to, you know, very specific institutions, et cetera, and policies, which were that thing and which existed for a long period of time. But people yep. in the UK, even, they sort of use the same language. And again, I'm kind of like, well, it's, e- it's even less relevant here to me because I'm like, well, what are you? Oh, exactly. What, what, are, what are you talking about? Like what? Again, what what specifically, if you tell me that the British police are institutionally racist, I'm like, okay, um, like, how, you know, how, like, what, what's happening, what policy, whatever. And, and we don't even have the, the, the police brutality. I mean, I think the police in the whole UK last year killed two people. Right. 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 And, 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 and one of, and one of them was, uh, you know, a, ter- a terrorist. So you can't even pretend that, that we're having this problem with oh you know the police are brutalizing or they're killing people or what it's like that's not that right even exist here like let alone do, 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 do the police there do the police there have uh have guns no do, yeah but because because I, I don't know if you do like we used to do uh we used to do uh, we have a, we had a record label called pledge empire records and we went to the uk we went to the uk we did a tour in, in uk and we went there and somebody told us that uh, the police didn't have guns. We was like, no. are you serious? <laughs> like, <laughs> the guys here, the guys here, like the wild, wild west, you know, yeah. but it's like, yeah. we saw, we saw the, the, the policeman there. It was like, okay. Like they don't have guns. We're like, oh, this is cool. Like, like this is this is really good, you know. <laughs> yeah, yo, but, yeah. but but remember, we, we and we also we also did a tour in Australia, and uh, and there was like an after party at this at this, uh, this, the guy's house that we that played on the show with us. And uh, I guess we were too loud because we were playing music, and the cops came up and uh, and uh, they asked the guys to turn the music down. And some of the guys was like, "Yo, f the police," and we like, "Yo, those are the nicest policemen we've seen in." <laughs> 30 years. He was like, what are you doing? These people are nice. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really it's really interesting because, you know, with the Anglosphere countries, right? Like with the, if you compare the UK and USA, yeah. um, I think sometimes people think they're more similar than they are because we speak the same language. Mm-hmm. Like right. there, are yep. some, there are some real big cultural, societal, even political differences between the UK and USA, which which have real which have real impact. So, for example, right. I mean, in the US, of course, you guys have a Second Amendment. So yep. there's there's more guns than there are people in the USA. Definitely right. So yep. the police, of course, the police are armed in the USA because the civilians are armed, right? Yep. Like you yep. can't have yep. the yep. civilians armed right. and the police aren't. So exactly. so something like that, just that versus you know the UK, Australia, um, perhaps even Canada. I'm not sure the laws there. It it makes it makes a difference, right? Because the that changes the interaction. Because the police are the police in the USA are are much more, I would say, kind of military minded. Yeah, yeah, right. They're they're more con- they're more conflict ready, and they shouldn't because they don't know yep. they're doing a car stop. If a police is stop a policeman stopping a car in the in the UK, they're not thinking, oh, the guy might have this guy might have a gun. In the USA, Absolutely. it's like, well, there's I don't know, there's a fifty percent chance that this yep. guy has a gun. You know, you don't know what what he's thinking or whatever. So the temperature is just higher, you know, the, the, the temperature right. is more higher, which can lead to more conflict and on both sides, you know, the police are more scared of the people and the people are more scared of the police. Um, and so, but there, there are a lot of different things. There are a lot of different things like that. Um, and so it's interesting when you, 
you know, if a British person goes over to the U.S. or someone from the U.S. comes to the U.K., there'll be certain things you notice where you're just like, yo, that's that's, that's really, really, that's really, really different. Yeah. You know, or, or another another really big one is, um, you know, we've talked a little bit about, you know, like kind of racial issues. And that's something that's just a much bigger thing in the U.S. It's a much, much, yep. much bigger thing. You know, in the U.K., like when was the last time you heard someone described as black british or white british or asian british etc we just say british right 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 in the usa you hear people say you know black americans white americans asian americans latino americans here we just say british right like right. There, there's there's yep. not really there's no such thing as being african british like that's not yep. that's just not a term so the that whole conversation is it's a much it's a much bigger conversation in the usa and there's a lot more focus on it and again given the history I understand it, but in the UK, it's just, it's much less of a thing. You know, if there's any divides, it's more of like, a, and even this isn't that strong, I'd say it's more like class-based. You know, you'll hear more people talk about oh, no doubt. Like yeah. working class, <clears throat> middle class, um, et cetera, rather than it being sort of racially or ethnically based. So that's another like big social difference, which can kind of like mess with people right in the uk and the us like to a lot of people in the uk it's like man why americans like y'all are obsessed with race like why is why is it always race it's race, so crazy race, race. and then in the uk we're just kind of more like yo whatever right. <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's it's so crazy because you, you remember when we see we stayed okay so when we first got there we stayed with the uh with the i don't know what you call it subject uh we stayed with the lady with the airbnb you know, uh, yeah, oh, it, it was, but it was an Airbnb before Airbnb, right? No, 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 no. Those, those were Airbnb kind of the first time hit oh, the scene. So it was, oh, it was an Airbnb. Oh, oh. Okay, so we went, we went to UK and we stayed at an Airbnb, and it was, I guess, it was the lady's house, and she was there. When we walked in, she offered us tea. She asked us, uh, 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 did we want uh, milk in our tea? And she said, you remember she said, she said, we don't have racism. She said, we don't have racism in the in the UK. That's what she said. Uh, oh, you she did. She, yeah, I, I did oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. She said we don't have uh, racism like you do, like in, in the in the U.S. You know. Okay. And, and I was like, wow. And I was like, wow. And, and the crazy thing about it is, when we went to London, is like London is a huge melting pot. It's just like everybody from everywhere in the world just met up in London. You know, I saw, we saw a lot of, <laughs> no, like we, saw, we saw a lot of white people, saw a lot of Africans, saw a lot of Asians. It was just, everybody was there. It was like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah, no, yeah, pe- people here don't really care. And I must say that, you know, there's, I, I've traveled a lot and there are certain things, you know, there are certain things from the UK that I wish we could like export to the US. And there's right. certain things from the US that I wish we could like import mm-hmm. into the Definitely. UK. Um, yep. There are certain things that I'm like, okay, in the UK, I think this thing is better. Like, I think the, I think the um, having less focus on race is a good thing. I think in the UK, that's kind of done better than in the yep. US, where it seems like that pot is just constantly, constantly yeah, being all the time, every day. You know, the media, yep. the this, the this. It's always black, this, white, that. You know what? And yep. I'm kind of like, why? Why is it always? Why is there always that modifier? Right? It always has mm-hmm. to be right. Yeah. You know, white yep. person does this, black person does it. UK, it's, you know, it's yep. it's there, but it's kind of whatever. Um, but then there are certain things in the U.S. where I'm like, man, I wish the U.K. was, I wish the U.K. was more like that. Or I, I wish we had right, a little yeah. bit more of that, you know. Um, and so, and then even in the States, it's interesting because, you know, the different states and the different cities are, are so different. Another yeah. big thing with the countries that people don't 
always factor in is just the sheer size. I mean, California oh, gosh, is bigger yes. than the whole UK. Texas yeah. is bigger than yep. the whole UK. So again, when people are comparing the countries, you always have, also have to think like, oh, well, we're, we're not talking about the same the same scale. America, the USA is huge. Mm-hmm. USA is yep. a huge country. You guys have what, four different time zones? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, four. Yeah, you got four different yep. time zones there, man. Like yep. <laughs> in the UK, it's just, I mean, you know, whether you're in <laughs> Southampton or Glasgow or London, it's all the same time zone, similar right. climate, similar culture. It's kind of just, it, it, and, and then, you know, the sheer, no, the number of people, the size of the place, it's way, way smaller. So again, right. comparing the two is, it, yeah, it can, it can be done, but these things have to be considered otherwise you kind of end up with i don't know i think people can end up drawing wrong conclusions let alone when they do it with like canada or australia because you know canada is a big country but it's only 30 million people right the usa right. has the usa <clears throat> has 11 times the population of canada so sometimes i think people can be a little bit naive when they're like oh you know like you know just just make the u just turn the usa into canada or, or australia or something it's right like, oh, <laughs> You know, Canada is smaller than has a lower population than certain states. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah, of course, of course, they're going to have less crime. Of course, they're going to have less, you know, what, what, whatever it is. The U.S. is really a I don't think people understand how unique a country the USA is. Like, it's such a unique country. It's the biggest country in the Western world by a pretty big margin in terms of population geographically it's gigantic it's got a really unique history um it's incredibly diverse um i mean you guys came to london but the usa is way more racially and ethnically diverse than the uk is i mean black people right. make up two percent two percent of the population here usa right, is right. like you know 13 you got what, 40 million black americans um, yeah yeah i mean that in itself is like a country right? yeah it's, so, no, it, it, exactly and, it, and it's so crazy it depends on and in, in the United States, you could go to different states mm-hmm. and you could get whatever you want. And, and depending on which state you, you, if you're a liberal, you can go to California, you could go to New York. If you're a conservative, you got Texas, Florida. Mm-hmm. It's it just, it, you got it, it states, you could get whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. You really can. And it, it makes, it makes a big difference. And there's some big advantages with that. I mean, we've really seen that in the past year and a half because in the UK, it's kind of, it's more top down. It's kind of like, you right. know, there's just the government and the government makes some ruler and it, it affects everybody, right? It doesn't matter yep. where you are. It's just there. What I think is really cool in the U.S., like you were saying, is if you don't like the way things are going in your state or, you know, they pass some law or bill or something you don't like, you know, you can you can up and move without going without leaving the whole country. Yeah. Like for yep. us, you got for us, we got to leave the whole country. Like, okay, well, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I'm out of the U.K., you know, I'm, I'm gone. Right, yeah. um, whereas in the States, it can be like, you know what? I don't like what's happening in California. I'm going to move to uh, Arizona or I'm going to right, go to yep. Texas or, you know, I, oh, I don't like the way stuff is in New York. Let me go down to Florida. And I think it's really right. cool that people have that sort of freedom. Yep. Okay. So, okay. So, so we, we, we see that you're like very like uh, aware politically um, and we could tell by your music, your tweets and all of that. Um, we want to name off a few subjects and just get your perspective on it. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Okay. So COVID-19. <laughs> Overreaction. Okay. COVID 19 vaccine. Mm, take it if you want it, but don't force it on anybody. Right. Uh, right. Vaccine passports. Terrible idea. Don't do it. Defund the police. 
A terrible idea. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, I support the sentence. I do not support the movement nor organization. Absolutely. That, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, um, so uh, we going. Uh, how about this? Let's talk about uh, your book, uh, Strong Advice. Mm. Uh, so, so what made you write a book about uh, about fitness? Yeah, sure, man. Well, I've been uh, I've been working out for the majority of my life. I started training when I was fifteen. I used to play rugby, so that's actually how I first started getting into the gym. So, I wrote that book because for many many years, I've, I've always been that person in sort of my friendship group and family or whatever who people ask for gym advice, nutrition advice, training advice, so on and so forth. And as my profile was growing, I did start getting a lot of messages or emails from people just saying, hey, man, like, you know, what's your diet like? Or how do I do this? How do I achieve that? Whatever. I was getting so many of those. And I just thought, hey, why don't I write something that I can I can write one time and right. I can then put that up for sale and I can answer these questions people have and I can help people in the way that I wish I could have been helped when I first started because if if you're you know when you when you start training and getting into nutrition and all that there's a lot of questions a lot of different philosophies a lot of trial and error you spend time you spend money on stuff that doesn't work you learn what does work so on and so forth so I wanted to write a simple just a, a simple guide to help people with that whether it's someone who's just like okay I'm I'm new to the gym and I just need a general program or you know what um I'm a little bit overweight. I want, I want to lose some weight or I'm kind of skinny. I want to build muscle, whatever someone's goal is. I wanted right. to just lay it out for them. So the book is split into three main sections. It starts with mindset and motivation, because as I said, mindset is, is the key, right? If, if you right. get the right mindset, then you can achieve anything. And then nutrition, um, you know, how to eat and what to eat, depending on what your goal is, whether you're trying to maintain, lose fat, build muscle, here's how you lay it out. And then, of course, training. You know, these are what the most effective exercises are. This is how you structure it in terms of sets and reps, how long you need to train for, how many times you should train per week, so on and so forth. So I just wanted to lay it out, primarily aimed at beginners and intermediates. And uh, yeah, the book has been really, really successful. It's helped It's helped a lot of people out way more than I imagined. I, I thought, you know, I just put it together wow. as, as an ebook to begin with. And I, I didn't plan to do an audio book. I didn't plan to do a paperback. And um yeah, it's, it kind of just snowballed. And what I love about it as well is it, it's an evergreen. It's an evergreen book. Right. So right. ten years from now, it's still going to be relevant. Twenty years from now, it's still going to be relevant because the fundamental principles don't change. We, we appreciate Absolutely. that, man. We got we got one more question for you. Okay, and we and we we I agree I agree with this wholeheartedly. Okay, you made a tweet that said this decade. All sane people will become conservatives. I agree with you. Explain that tweet. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, what I was really getting at is um, I don't like to use the terms the left and the right, but many people on the right. left side of the spectrum have gone, have gone off the rails beyond what liberalism actually is supposed to mean. I mean, we're in this right. weird situation right now where people who call themselves liberals are um, pushing for censorship and lockdowns 
and mask mandates exactly. and deplatforming people and discriminating against people based on their gender, based on their yep. skin color, based on so actual yep. tr- true liberalism in its proper sense has essentially become a conservative position. So I feel like the the sort of tent of what people could consider conservative has actually widened to include, say, classical liberals, you know, anyone from classical liberals to, you know, more traditional conservatives to, uh, you know, people who are a little more right wing. Um, And the sort of progressive element of the left side of the political spectrum has sort of taken over. So they've kind of put they've kind of pushed out the sane liberals. I mean, like, like we said, you know, we've touched on a lot of stuff, you know, we're talking about people advocating for biological men to compete with women in sports or literally yep. saying that men and women don't exist or people openly pushing for socialism and communism and stuff that actually, you know, a, a sort of standard true liberal doesn't support because they support a free market. So that's why I said right. in the next day, like if that trend continues, then what is called conservative is going to keep, you know, all those people are going to kind of be welcomed in to Yep. A conservative tent, even though they themselves haven't really moved. cover the spread then don't gamble don't gamble they speak a lot of empty words that sound intelligent they just ramble they just ramble they words are like paint thinner the bold colors i found out about jesus and told others they said but wait we ain't your brothers they said forget the keys to success give us the bolt cutters they said that they could pull their own weight 10 men without a heart i'm trying to donate Passing through the world, so I'm arriving home late to a den full of lions. I gotta relocate, hard to trust. Twelve people I might have just chose eight, but see that's why I ain't the Lord grant souls parole dates. Hear no evil, see no evil. We try to control hate, man. We need a new song, but we digging in no crates. But where could I go? Not to hell below. Swap out our swords for trumpets and march around Jericho. We've all been deployed for battle, but some of us never go overwhelmed by the school of life. I let my professors know. It won't make a difference. Life is fully loaded. Writing's on the wall. Maybe it's decoded. Right here in these raps, but they also setting traps. So you got a way to heaven. Let's sit and compare maps. I got on my war boots, but don't walk in dead tracks. It ain't worth getting grounded all over some Air Max. There's bullets are blood thinners, and then there's a death tax. I hinder myself daily the obvious setback. So I don't need nothing added from any other man. God created earth. How can we discover land? We fight over territory, just castles in the sand. Running from high tide, preserving our summer tans. Whether you white or black, all colors under attack. That paint thinner with a match, exploding on impact. They want my Jesus dead, it can't cover the spread. And don't gamble, don't gamble. They speak a lot of empty words that sound intelligent. They just ramble, they just ramble. They want my Jesus dead, they can't cover the spread. And don't gamble, don't gamble. I'm like Bob Ross at dinner with a mob boss. Painting the demise of the devil, how much the job costs. 
We can't afford it, ain't got that kind of bread Oh, you got big guns, ain't got that kind of lead Prayer is underestimated, patience is wearing thin Righteousness is uncomfortable, we used to wearing sin Designer clothing by Beelzebub These characters are so overjoyed with giving hell a hug Why they think it's cool to sell a drug And when we illustrate consequences, it's swept under the rug All my questions get in his shoulder shrugs The CIA, they got their eyes on us, they call us sober thugs They want my Jesus dead, can't help but look ahead To the coming rescue with some of us instead Look behind to the past, it's got a mean grip We keep reliving that life, it's a routine trip They want my Jesus dead They want my Jesus dead, they can't cover the spread Then don't gamble, don't gamble They speak a lot of empty words that sound intelligent They just ramble, they just ramble They want my Jesus dead, they can't cover the spread Then don't gamble, don't gamble I, I know a lot of left-leaning people, you've probably seen this as well, who have kind of said, well, I didn't leave the left, the left left me. Right? Oh, like course. they're just standing, no, don't right? Doubt. Like, right? Like they, they've just been yep. standing still. And then yep. they're kind of like, wait, I don't, I don't believe in the stuff that's being pushed over here. Like I'm not down with critical race theory and pushing transgenderism yep. on children and allowing, you know, like yep. if that I'm, or pushing socialism or whatever, like that's not what I'm about. I'm more about a free market and liberal thinking and free speech and free ideas, all that kind of stuff. But that essentially now brings them closer to people who are more traditionally conservative. So that, that was why I, I put that out there. It's something that I've been noticing over the, over the past few years. I don't know, you know, maybe it'll get inverted at some time and it'll, it'll kind of spin back around as these things tend to. But I think at the moment, people who are so-called conservative are actually more tolerant, more diverse, more liberal in a sense than right. a lot of people, than, than what formerly used to be called liberal. Um, and, the, right. you know, these terms are also kind of weird because from country to country, the meaning does differ. Um, liberal doesn't mean the same thing in the UK as it does in the USA. Right. Conservative doesn't necessarily mean the same thing. These things are all very relative so I think when I tweeted that, I think I put conservatives in um, quote marks because right, yep. it, it doesn't necessarily mean that person is truly like a, a conservative, just that they're recognizing reality and are not going to this extreme. Right. We, we appreciate you, you for coming on. Likewise, bro. <laughs> Likewise. So much. And we know everybody's going to enjoy this, this interview. Um, if you want to promote uh, anything right now, like here's your chance. Yeah, sure thing. I'm going to keep it real simple. So if you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, 
all of them at Zuby Music, Z-U-B-Y Music. And if you want to check out my music, my book, my merchandise, anything like that, if you go to teamzuby.com, T-E-A-M-Z-U-B-Y.com, then you can find me there as well. All right. We appreciate you you again. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep speaking the truth. I appreciate it, bro. Thank you very much, guys. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Once again, we'd like to thank Zuby for coming on the show. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. KRSM 98.9.